Yes, it is I, your humble host, Bill Hatch the third, coming to you live from the Palatial Home Studios of Bald Spot Productions here in the beautiful city of Santa Ana, California. Joining me in studio, as per the usual, is my friend, my brother in Christ, the disembodied voice, Fruity. Hey, buddy, I love you all. Waka, 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 waka. What the Fruity's half asleep. <laughs> And joining us from a more than acceptable safe social distance through the miracle of telephony is my guest for this today, this time, this period. I, I don't even remember when I broadcast this thing anymore. <laughs> Mandy LeBond. How you doing, Mandy? I am fantastic. You are in sunny Santa, um, in sunny California, and yep. it is a little overcast here today, down here in right near Tampa. We had a cold front come through, and it's a chilly. Listen to this, a chilly 73 degrees. Wow, <laughs> we we actually have rain today. Um, we've we've been having rain for the last yeah, uh, last like, like day and a half. Rain. It's uh, it's been crazy. It, it, Yes, I saw that. I saw some uh, being. I'm I'm somewhat back back in my in the day. I was a, a TV reporter and a TV broadcaster and did. Um, I covered Hurricane Katrina. So anytime there's like oh, massive wow. flooding anywhere, I just I just salivate and get so interested in and almost geek out. I'm I'm a, I'm a weather geek. I'm I'm Jim Cantore okay. is my spirit animal. <laughs> I uh, I have uh, I have a bit of that myself. My mother's father was a meteorologist uh, back in World War II and did the weather wow. reports for uh, uh, for planes uh, going to the European theater uh, and uh, um, and also uh, for the uh, um, he worked with the uh, the dirigibles the big blimps and uh, yeah so uh, so when I was uh, when I was hanging out with him he'd uh, you know we'd watch the news and he'd explain oh this is what these things on the map mean and this is what this means. And this is why this person, this weather reporter, is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> too but, uh, fun. Too yeah, fun. yeah. So, uh, so I, I, I can geek out on the weather too. I've always wanted to do tornado chasing, but uh, <sighs> uh, but I've never gotten I mean, around to it. I, I was in a tornado in Kentucky. Actually, that, that's where I have I have two Emmys to my credit, and nice. uh, the coverage that I did. Uh, yes, as a TV reporter and also as a producer, uh, we had an F, um, F4, F5. It was on the borderline, come through Lexington, Kentucky, where my home is. And um, it, it wiped out an entire, pretty much an entire neighborhood. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and that coverage alone um, has, it gives me chills thinking about it. Even, even <laughs> this was almost 20 years ago. It just, it just blows my mind to think the power. Here we're talking about weather. We're supposed to be talking about other things. But it's it just it, the power of weather. It's so intriguing. It's one thing that when you're sitting, you know, standing in line, no matter where you're where you are, no matter what cultural or whatnot, you can say, hey, the weather sucks, and, and, and start a great conversation because somebody's sure. going to agree with you or disagree. You know, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. The weather is a great icebreaker. Um, but, yeah, it we is. do have some serious uh, stuff to talk about. Um, sure. Let's see here. Let me let me bring up my my notes and uh, and if you were kind enough to uh, to speak stuff. Um, so you said uh, earlier you are working on a book. I am. Yes. Yes. My childhood was uh, less than stellar. 
Um, I'll just, so my, the name of my book is called The Fostered One. I grew up in foster care. I do not look like a, once, one, usually, you know how it is, folks will Google you after you make an appearance on a show or whatnot. So I do not look like what I've been through. Um, excuse me. So when I was seven years old, this story is not for the faint of the heart. So if you have children in the room, they may want to skip out. But when I was seven years old, my father, um, uh, who was estranged from my mother, broke into our home in Harlan County, Kentucky, 19, June 21st, 1986, and um, raped me, stabbed me 13 times, and stabbed my mother over 40 times. And she ended up succumbing. She died. She died there, there that night, and um, I died on the way to the hospital. And it left me an orphan. Um, no one wanted me. <laughs> if you can believe that, no one wanted me. So I was sent to an orphanage. Um, it was a group home at the time, but it was considered an orphanage um, in eastern Kentucky where I aged out at the age of 18. They came to me and said, hey, um, you no longer can stay here because you're an adult. We need you to go. Um, the house manager, however, was kind enough to let me sleep in the garage for that summers, which was amazing for a girl who had nothing because I had no family, I had no one. Uh, but uh, fast forward, and then I ended up going to college. Uh, my biological aunt was kind enough to come from Harlan County and drive me to Eastern Kentucky University, um, where I graduated uh, in four years with a degree in broadcast communication, well, communication broadcasting. Um, and, and the, the matter of fact, actually, as I went to college with five years, when you're having those days where you're trying to figure out where your next meal is coming from, when you're 18 years old, you, you learned, as we were talking about earlier, pivoting and resetting. So I worked three jobs to get through college, did an internship at the, at, at the NBC affiliate, got hired on while I was in college as a TV reporter at a top 50 market. Um, my life was was looking like it was going great. Ended up marrying the local sports anchor. So we had this beautiful little life um, and adopted uh, a, a little boy who um, two years ago, his biological mother, who was he was in foster care himself, I wanted to give back. He reconnected to his biological mother and that connection led to him. Um, she had a bit of a drug addiction and that became something that she introduced him to. So uh, he was high, you know, I seemingly have this perfect life. That's part of the book that I love to tell. I mean, it, it wasn't all, my life wasn't all horrible. I seemingly had this perfect life um, until the December two years ago when my son was high on drugs and um, little did I know, but he was part of a gang, you know, parents check your kids because trust me, even though you may be wealthy, you may not know what they're getting into. Uh, he opened fire on a house in a fit of rage, but he shot into the wrong dang house. And the shots, um, they ended up hitting and blinding a then five-year-old. So um, we went from being the covering the news to being the news. So my life fell apart. And as for, you know, I know your show really focuses on mental health. I'd always suffered from PTSD, from the traumas of my childhood being, you know, in the, in the orphanage. And, and then it just brought it all back. You know, where everybody's talking about the, the Bengals incident where people are seeing someone, you know, the, the player uh, collapse and how it's bringing up PTSD for folks who have been in emergency situations. Well, there's a, there, the millions of Americans who are walking around with undiagnosed PTSD um, and it's being diagnosed as whether it's schizophrenia or bipolar or something like that is astronomical if you look at the stats. So um, that's me in a little bit of a nutshell. <laughs> This is me in a nutshell. Help, I'm in a nutshell. So, uh, 
<laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I. I. Uh, I'm from a military family, so uh, no stranger to PTSD. Sure. Um, uh, in others, um, I. Uh, I got. Uh, I got my own diagnosis of that after. Uh, after I was in a. Uh, an industrial fire, and. Uh, um, and wow. Had to uh, had to deal with that, um, but. Uh, um, but I've dealt with it quite successfully. Um, yeah, I have, uh, I, have I guess you'd say comorbidities. Now that's, uh, that's for medical. Um, I also, uh, I also have ADD and, uh, major depression. Um, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, there, I, I am very much interested in, uh, in mental health. Uh, in fact, I just added a slide to the, uh, new slide to the ending credits, uh, for, uh, 988. Um, so that uh, to yeah. remind people that, uh, that that's the new number for mental health uh, crises. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm so glad the number's so much easier. I could never remember the old suicide hotline. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And there's and there's so many folks. We, we've seen, and after COVID, I'm, I'm sure you saw the spike in numbers of children who went into foster care and then the, and, and then the coinciding of that. For me to graduate from college, I'll brag about myself for just for a second. For me to graduate from college, only 3% of, of foster children, first of all, go to college. Right. To graduate, if you Google it, there isn't a freaking statistic because it doesn't happen. So I'm super, super proud of myself to say that as a foster child that I not only graduated from college, but also, you know, completed my degree within four years, got a job and, and was somewhat doing super, super well and, 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 and have been able to continue to progress despite, you know, the life challenges that have been thrown my way. I went to Eastern Kentucky University and I, I'm a colonel, go cat. Yeah. Yes, Eastern Kentucky University. I'm, yeah, that's. That accent comes out sometimes. If you give me a shot of moonshine, which is kind of our bottle that we give her, and I'm kidding. <laughs> that accent comes out quite thick sometimes. Yeah, I bet. I bet. I lived in uh, Kentucky for a while over at Fort Campbell. Um, I'm actually a governor. Okay. Uh, Austin P. Uh, see uh, yeah I uh, um, you know foster uh, fostering and adopting uh, is close to my heart it's not something I've uh, I've done myself but a uh, uh, dear uh, dear friend of mine uh, foster adopted and adopted uh, a pair of special needs kids um, greatest kids in the world um, and uh, yes um, and uh, uh, I also did some uh, some mentoring for uh, for kids who were about to age out of the system and uh, here in Southern California. Thank you it for was, that. Thank you. It was a great experience, and uh, um, and one of these days I'm going to have to uh, get back to it. Um, but uh, um, but yeah, yeah. I, I highly recommend uh, getting involved because there's so many kids out there waiting to be adopted. And uh, there was a commercial on the radio last night as I was coming, uh, or I guess I should say this morning as I was coming home from the office that uh, um, about uh, adopting teenagers. And uh, um, mm -hmm. you know, so uh, definitely uh, a big, uh, a big issue uh, in the world today. Because you're right. I mean, whether whether they, you know, whether a child ends up going to uh, to college or a Votech school, um, which definitely no one should put down, um, or or some kind of no, uh, no, absolutely you know, some not. Some kind of uh, um, 
some kind of a, a program to get you up so that you're not just slinging fries down at the local uh, local McBees. Um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, definitely uh, need uh, need that kind of support. Um, you know, for those kids. Um, let's see what else. Um, See, so have you already written a book and are writing a second or yes okay i i, 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 have, I was a little confused I've there yes i've already written one book and we are in edits right now so we um we got some we ended up adding epigenetics to the the book the fostered one which is um okay. the science of how your genes affect essentially yeah. um how can I bet you? Well, so you, most people understand. So, so rather than me going into a long diatribe, so we're adding epigenetics and and how it um, correlates to uh, essentially one of the things that's in the fostered one, the book that I I wrote. As a journalist, I started noticing that foster children, there was almost a predisposition for certain families to to go down this path. So we, um, I spoke with an epigeneticist and. Um, wanted to show that there's science behind sometimes the reason why certain families are predisposed to going going into foster care. So both of my children that I adopted from foster care, they were born into care. Their parents were foster children. So and then with my family, my mother had been just psychologically abused and physically abused by her father. Um, what we call what they used to call mouth mashing. She if she looked, you know, looked at her parents wrong, she would get smacked in the mouth. So the science behind why some of our parents act the way we do and why we act the way we do is just it's amazing. It, it, it really is. But the other book that I'm writing, I mentioned my my ex husband. Um, we are very amicable, super great friends, and I, I'm writing a book called A Perfect Divorce. How to stay sane when your ex drives you crazy, and then in quotations, it's you are that ex, <laughs> and you are that ex because. And here's here's a stat for you: January is one of the top months for folks to file for divorce. Yeah. They get through the holidays and they decide, which most of us know that. So they get through the holidays and they're like, okay, we're out, we're out of here. So um, that book is is being it's being published a different way, which I think is really really neat for folks to to hear about. So we are releasing a chapter a week, um, just very similar to um, yeah, very similar to the way that Netflix series. Now you can you can binge the whole book. The whole book is it will be there available for you to binge. But we're releasing a, a chapter a week. We thought that would be very interesting so that we can uh, gauge how the audience is doing and. Um, uh, just something different, you know. Yes. On the uh, on the piers for the ships to come in with copies of his new chapters. And, uh, yes. So, uh, I think that's a really cool way to uh, to release a book. Uh, where can people find that? Thank you. So my, the book is being released um, on Amazon, the ADP part of portion of Amazon. Okay. So we're releasing it there. And there's also, a, a, we're going to put it on Book It, and I'm going to podcast, essentially talk about it um, on a new podcast that I hope to release within the next, um, in the, the next probably three or four weeks. I had a podcast prior, and as you can tell, I'm losing my voice right now. I had a podcast prior but um, I have just been inundated and, and so thankful and so blessed with the way that my career has taken off um, over the last couple of um, couple of months. I I'm, uh, it, it, this is just you and I talking, right? So oh, yeah. nobody, nobody else will nobody hear, else this. Will hear this. So just, just 
nobody will know. So there's a show that's coming up um, that we're um, um, we're launching on um, a network, either, either VH1 or something very similar to that, that I'm in the running for to be the host nice. for. So that is super, super, yes, it's super, super fun. So I can't, I, I can't really release much about it, but that's neat. Well, and I'm, then yesterday, I'm calling, I'm I'm calling on, you have to, you have to have me on as a guest. <laughs> hey, honey, I will. It'll be so much fun. It will be so much fun. Actually, you would be a great. I just got an idea about this. <laughs> as a, as a, as a, that would be so much fun. Uh, but the other thing is at 43 years old, I'll, I'll, as we all look at our our um, hopes of, of losing weight and doing better in the new year. Over the last year and a half, I've lost 130 wow. pounds and um, got signed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Busted my booty, busted my booty getting there. But thank you. You're very sweet. You're very sweet. Um, but with that said, um, I was able to launch, get a modeling career out of this. So that's super neat. So just remember, no matter how old you are, you don't have to give up. That truly yep. was my dream is to, um, to, to do modeling even. Um, yeah, that, that's kind of my dream. <laughs> wow. You've, uh, you've accomplished so many things that, uh, that people would, uh, would call dreams. And uh, um, and you've come out of a, a nightmare, that's for sure. Um, yes. Yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. Um, let's see. Your website is uh, uh, was it MandyLamond.com? M-A-N-D-Y-L-E-M-O-N-D.com. Yes. Yeah. And you guys, and I do also do my other, my other, my, my main paying gig that I do right now is motivational speaking. I travel globally, um, do virtual speaking, whether it's on talking about PTSD, divorce, you know, I have a niche in, in, in that area. Um, so, and also foster care. So I can tailor the message. I'm heading back to Kentucky um, in a couple of weeks to speak to a school group about what I, the, one of my speeches that I give, but it's called one decision because with what happened with my son, I mean, he was one decision away from a, a completely lot different life, which we all usually are, you know, whether we're, we're, we're choosing to eat those French fries or we're, we're choosing to, you know, uh, uh, go out on that date. We're one decision away from a completely different life. So. People don't realize uh, you know, it's, it's funny. Uh, uh, probably like a Facebook meme or something like that. But, uh, um, uh, but basically the idea that, uh, you know, in time travel movies, the, uh, the the wise person always says, when you go back in time, don't mess with anything because the smallest change <laughs> will completely disrupt yeah. the universe. Well, why not make right. those small changes now and disrupt the future? Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. You just gave me chills. Bill, you just gave me chills. Make the changes <laughs> now and disrupt the future. I love yeah. that. That's, I'm serious. Oh, wow. That was yeah, beautiful. It doesn't, it doesn't Dang. Mic drop right there. Right there My yeah. goodness. Drop okay, it. Okay, we're done. No. Yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, no, actually, it's funny that you mentioned speaking. Uh, one of the uh, one of my day jobs, because I can't have enough of those, uh, actually works with uh, with speakers to uh, to improve their uh uh, their uh, their profile, their uh, their brand and, and public stance and uh, and all, but it's it's something that's really uh, really of interest to me. I have a, another guest uh, uh, who's now a client, uh, another guest from the show, Russell Van. Uh, he wrote a series of books called uh, called uh, uh, Ghetto Bastard, 
and uh, about his uh, about his life moving uh, moving from uh, the ghettos and being an unwanted child, being raised by his great grandmother to uh, where he is today, and we're uh, we're working him up to uh, to get him on a speaking tour. Well, hey, I, you 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 text text me, email me, or whatever <laughs> after this because I feel like everything happens for a Absolutely. reason, and I need someone like that in my life. I'm not kidding you; like that's amazing. Um, and I have I, I've been very blessed. Um, but honestly, Bill, I cannot believe that that's I, I I believe in manifestation as well, and I think I manifested you into my life. <laughs> You and I are going to tour. We're, we're going to go on a tour and have a great time. Is what we're going to do. Sounds like <laughs> a plan. Um, yes. But uh, um, but let's see. Um, what else can we? Uh, see the determination. What is the five method? I was looking through. Uh, so the five stuff, and I couldn't uh, couldn't find anything on uh, on detail. Yes, it's in my book. Keeping that one under wraps. So the five method is a essentially a coping mechanism for folks who have PTSD or anxiety or just just stress in general. Sometimes um, when we're stressed out, our body just you know produces cortisol, which which is a so the five method starts with simply there's five steps to it. But I'm just going to give you the first one just to just to tease you, as they say. Um, so the yeah. first one in the five method is to simply ask yourself, how many times are you in a crap situation and you're like just stressing out and you're thinking fire, fire, fire. And, and, and really, when you just need to ask yourself a simple question that can change your brain chemistry is, are you safe? So the first, the first question that I have my clients, because I do, I do individual coaching, is ask themselves, are you safe? Because once you decide and you can ask, you can recognize and your body is no longer in that caveman fight or flight, you can make better decisions. You can calm your central nervous system because let's be realistic. If you have a tiger, that's, that's the reason why we have fight or flight, the, the tiger running after you whole concept was to save ourselves. Now, if we don't need to save ourselves or save anyone else, usually we can think better mm -hmm. and calm ourselves and make better decisions so that we don't put ourselves or, or allow someone else to put us in a situation where we are, we get into that fight or fight method. So next time, ask yourself simply one question. Am I safe? Just ask yourself that. Okay. That's, uh, I, I, that's very sound. Uh, that sounds like very sound advice. Um, uh, it's, 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 it's been, it's been working with, with not years with working with therapy and uh, my therapist and I, who, her name is Jen. She's absolutely amazing. And, um, she just, uh, she and I have, have worked with each other on this over the last year and a half, um, to, to, to develop this technique that, um, I, I really am pushing for children to use as well, because we don't realize how stressed our kids are. You know, in general, especially for kids today, I mean, doing uh, doing active shooter drills now and, uh, and whatnot. I mean, yeah, it was uh, it was tough enough doing fire and earthquake drills. Yeah. Now, oh, uh, yeah. yeah, that's uh, mm -hmm. that's ridiculous. Um, but uh, yeah, I used to uh, I used to work with, uh, well, Rudy, my uh, my uh, my Ed McMahon, if you will. Um, his uh, his wife. Uh, that's how we met. Uh, his wife uh, um, had uh, several uh, medical issues, including extreme anxiety. He would have mm -hmm. the Leah would have these terrible anxiety, full blown anxiety attacks. 
Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, having a, having a method to uh, to work through probably would have been pretty helpful because uh, I remember sometimes uh, trying to help her work through through the anxiety. It's uh, it, it's tough because just so you don't if you if you don't know somebody or you don't have it yourself, you just you can't understand how bad real full blown uh, clinical anxiety is. That's yes, yes, yes. And that was that was one of the major components that I was dealing with through my divorces. I was finding myself I'd gone from this super, super confident, strong person who was able to make good decisions. And I was finding that my anxiety was it it became so paralyzing. I I was I was pulling over on the side of the road at times because I was afraid, Okay, I'm going to, you know, just the things that are completely irrational to someone else, but made sense to me. And then to explain it to my friends who, just like you said, who did not understand how my anxiety was debilitating and working with this therapist. And she just, she's just absolutely outstanding. I highly recommend you getting a therapist and someone, and if that therapist doesn't work and don't be afraid to switch. Yep. Don't be because we become so loyal to whether it's going to a certain McDonald's. You know, if they stop, if your burger keeps getting messed up, you probably need to go to a different restaurant. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Well, there's even a there's even yeah. a, a life cycle of a, of a therapist. Really, I think that uh, you know you go yeah. to a therapist for so long and then it's no longer effective. It's kind of like becoming resistant to your medication. And, uh, and mm-hmm. also, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that's definitely something I think people should uh, should do and change up from time to time. But uh, um, I agree. Thank you for yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I agree. Yeah, uh, yeah. Depression uh, can be much the same way. Your 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 brain doesn't uh, doesn't want to see doesn't see other people's reality anymore. You, you your reality shifts right out of your bubble. And uh, and it doesn't uh, the world just doesn't uh, doesn't make the same kind of sense to you uh, that it does for uh, for people who aren't. Um, sorry, I have a I have a a a, a reality theory. Um, I guess you could call it. Um, years ago, um, I thought I was going to be an actor, and <laughs> I okay. was in a play out in Hollywood, uh, uh, The Merry Wives of Windsor. So I got a little bit of Shakespeare. Okay. Um, and uh, trampling the boards, <laughs> as it were. Uh, but uh, um, one day after uh, after rehearsal, we uh, we went to have lunch on this little sidewalk cafe, and in the middle of the street was a, it was a larger street. In the middle of the street was a uh, was like a, a grassy median, but it was really wide, so there mm-hmm. were trees. It was like a, a mini park, if you uh, if you will. Sure. And uh, really nice, uh, you know, backdrop. Well, there was uh, a gentleman out there. I assume was homeless, and uh, um, and he was standing on the median, barking at the passing cars. Wow. And uh, okay. and then uh, you know, as as the as the afternoon progressed, I noticed that he went over to one of the trees, sat down, pulled out a little bag, and ate his lunch perfectly normal thing to do and then yes. once his lunch was done he stood back up walked back to where he had been standing and continued barking at cars and it occurred to me that that was his reality that uh, that his reality was this little bubble 
in which those things, that sequence of events, made perfect sense. And if I was to go over there and tell him he was crazy, he would get offended because that is his reality. Yes. And it occurred to me yes. that we're all that way. We all have our own. I oh, mean, yeah. For the most part, people's realities overlap a lot. But there's, it's like, it's like little Venn diagrams all over the place. My, my reality mostly overlaps yours, but I probably have some weird things that I think are, are real that you don't. And, uh, and some people, their reality is skewed way off, but it's still their reality. And you have to have a certain respect for that. Uh, if you're going to reach that person, especially if you're going to try to reach that person and, uh, and mm-hmm. or help them come back into a functional. But, uh, but I, and I, I agree with you. But I, one of the things that I, I truly, truly love Neville Goddard. I, I, I love, I love his teachings, the way that he articulates, you know, your, how the, how the mind works and manifestation and, and just his acts of how we, we like just what you said, we create, I feel like we do create our own reality. So how often have you thought of something and a song comes on and, 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 or it, and the frequencies of those things. So, and just like myself, I, I literally spoke to not even, probably not even two and a half hours ago, a speaking organization about trying to get me on a speaking circuit. So, yeah. So, but what do you do, Bill? <laughs> That's crazy. I help speakers get on speaking circuits. But, but Bill, ha, but what happened? Now, let's be realistic and transparent with everybody since so that before everybody thinks that we're both crazy. Yesterday, you ended up with a cancellation. I happened, I think I responded at midnight. Maybe I, I don't even remember when I responded. It was but, pretty late. I, yes. And, and I'm normally in bed by 9 30, 10 o'clock at night. That's absolutely, I mean, but I believe we invited each other into our own reality, our realities. And now we're waiting. People are going to be like, okay, we're clicking off here. This is. It's crazy, but but how how is that possible? You know, how is that even remotely possible for two people who are on opposite ends of the country to be able to have a symbiotic relationship yeah. that not only will help you but help me? Yeah. How how is that? Absolutely, uh, absolutely. It's uh, there. There's a there's a quote from an old television show I used to watch that uh, that's always stuck with me. I believe in coincidences. Coincidences happen <laughs> yeah. all the time, but I don't yes. trust them. They're too convenient. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got you. There Got is, you. Uh, there is. I, I fully believe there's somebody pulling the strings, and uh, yeah, um, I gotcha. You know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and definitely, uh, definitely, people, uh, people meet up for a reason. Yes, absolutely. But, uh, um, but yeah, wow. so, uh, so once again, it's MandyLemond.com. Mandy Lemon D. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the perfect way of putting it. And uh, um, you can uh, you can find out more about Mandy there. Um, contact her, and uh, and uh, there's a motivational video and all sorts of stuff over uh, over there. Um, and, yeah. uh, and all which is really cool. It's a nice, uh, it's a nice, simple website. Um, mm-hmm. That's where you come in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's where I come in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pretty funny. So, but, uh, um, but yeah, you should head over there. Uh, the book, uh, the books are. Let's see, the fostered one 
is the book that's out now, and that's available on uh, on like Amazon and and those kinds of places, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah. so you can go and give uh, Jeff Bezos a few more of your dollars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I, I shouldn't laugh. I I'm expecting a delivery today. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. You're silly. You are too silly. You are too silly. But, uh, uh, wow. But yeah, and then the new book has a really long title. What was it again? Yes, it does. It's a perfect divorce. A perfect divorce. How to stay sane. How to stay sane. When your ex, yeah, when your ex drives you crazy, and then just like in a little, yes, okay. yeah, and, yeah, and then there's a cute little bubble that says, "And you are that ex." You are so, that yeah. ex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, now It'll my, be good. It'll be my good. My divorce led to a complete breakdown, and uh, I have not, uh, I have not seen or spoken to my ex in like fifteen years. <laughs> wow. The only, wow. the only time I hear okay. anything about her is when, uh, when Facebook decides, uh, hey Bill, you might know this person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, I do. Thanks for uh, thanks for reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> That's too. It's funny, not funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's funny, not funny. I'm literally friends with every. So I was engaged prior to my current marriage. He's a he's a an attorney actually in Boca Raton, who's a, a good friend of mine. Um, how can I put this that nicely? I'm I'm pretty easy to get along with, equitable to to a degree. To, <laughs> To a degree, I'm like to a degree, but I, I just don't. I don't see. I, I part of one of the things. If you look at my, if you follow me on Facebook, eventually, and one of the things I, I sent out a little snippet of a chapter, and I'm not. I, we decided, my ex and I decided that we're not going to throw. Away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not. I encourage other people to not throw away someone who uh, probably knows that you are allergic to shellfish, and the guy that's on the date doesn't. So, right. <laughs> yeah, those things. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad you had me on. I'm so glad I had you on, too. Um, let's see. I was going to look you up on uh, on Facebook, but I can't tell uh, I can't tell which one you are. It is the one. Oh, I think it's the one with creator? the picture. Yes. Yeah, I've seen. Okay. Yeah. Eastern Kentucky University. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> That's me. He's like, hold on, who's this hottie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of my modeling pictures are on there. I see your friend request. I got yeah. it. I'll, I got you. Very cool. I'm yeah. responding now. Confirmed. <laughs> there you go. Woo-hoo. Take a little look. See. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Now we can see each other. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. 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 <laughs> uh oh. Lost your image. <laughs> Too fun. I lost oh, your beautiful visage. There we go. There we go. Am I back? You're so sweet. <laughs> there we go. Stacy is looks like oh there's okay. There we go. All right, perfect, perfect. Yeah, um good deal. Yeah, so uh yeah, absolutely uh interesting. I uh, I can't wait to uh to get a hold of the fostered one. Um your your story is just absolutely amazing. Um Thank so if you. anybody can uh, can get through what you've gotten through, then uh, um, then definitely the world's uh, the world's open. Um, 
yeah, there's there's nothing uh, there's nothing that the the small barriers in my life uh, that can uh, that can keep me down. That's right. That's right. Um, keep pushing. That's yep, what I always tell people. Twenty twenty three is going to be the best year ever. It is twenty three. Twenty twenty three is the best me. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Even rhymes. It does. I write for a little. Me. I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, um, that's not all the. Well, let's see. I think some of the other questions I'd like to ask. Um, because we've been having such a great conversation, I hate to. Uh, I hate to end it. Um. Well, you just have me back sometime yes. after. That's perfectly fine. Anytime. Yeah, just have me back sometime. Anytime. I, yeah. I sent you the link to uh, to book. Um, you'd be interesting to have on uh, on the roundtable. Um, that's for sure. I would love that. Yeah. And, I would love uh, that. Um, and so, uh, yeah. Uh, so go out and buy uh, buy Mandy's books and uh, and Booker as a speaker and uh, and all sorts of great great and wonderful things. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Bill. I look forward to speaking with you later today. Absolutely. Okay, chat soon. Bye-bye. Right, bye. Um, and uh, everybody out there, uh, remember to wash your hands, stay safe, and uh, watch the ending credits. Thank you all for tuning in. This has been a presentation of Bald Spots Productions. I'd like to thank my producer, my beloved mother, Eileen Hatch. I, of course, am your humble host. I'd like to thank my beloved Ed McMahon, Rudy Corlew. Yes. And my, well, Stacy didn't show up, but my special guest, Mandy Lamond. Yes. Support the show if you feel so led over on Patreon.com. We're known as Bald Spots Pro. Yes. Certainly have some interesting uh, ways to uh, to reward yourself. Don't you dare miss YWL Online. Uh, we're there on Facebook and wherever fine podcasts are offered. Tune in next time for Karen Ford and Tony Jett and Salemi. Yes. Oh, that's going to be a great show. Please like, comment, and share to stay informed. You know, subscribe, follow, whatever it is you got to do to uh, kick that algorithm into gear and uh, help us reach more people. Um, if uh, you or someone you know needs support now, call or text 988 or chat 988lifeline.org. Thank you again for tuning in and have yourselves a wonderful whenever. Yes.